Alright guys, welcome to Roll or Die. This week we are graced with the presence of internet megastar, COVID DJJ, <laughs> Silver Fox. And I've personally gone from not really knowing you until about a month ago and James shared you on my wall to watching you most days and following you. Thank you for being on. Oh, I appreciate it, guys. And thanks for calling me Megastar because I consider myself a, in, a, in an obscure world of jiu-jitsu a, a minor celebrity. <laughs> don't forget it is very obscure, very obscure world. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> brother. And Kim, thank you for always, for always being with us. You know, you are, you are part of this team. So uh, you. glad you're here today. Thank you. Thank uh, this is the second time on on Roll or Die, so thank you for coming back too. This is our first guest we've had on twice now. So that's true. That's a milestone. All right, James. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, so, oh, sorry, James. I cut you off. Go on, sorry, buddy. Keep going. Okay, cool. So, so, um, Fox, your daily show is pretty impressive. I think how many episodes are you up to now? About forty, something like that. Tomorrow is going to be your well. Yeah, tonight your time, tomorrow our time is going to be number 40. Wow. So I'm basically committed to doing it daily unless I break. So okay. if I don't break. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I don't, I, like oh, sorry, Go I don't think you'll ever run out of techniques to share, Fox. <laughs> I appreciate that sentiment. You know, yeah, it's dude. always, uh, you know, we try to kind of sometimes uh, do a little more complex. Sometimes we really back to... You know, I realized, um, uh, you know, I, uh, I, when you train, sometimes even your senior guys, you think they have all the little details of the, of the um, you know, s some technique that, that to me is second nature. And I realized, like, man, there's some small intricacies that they don't know. And I failed to explain to them because I thought it was simple, but it, sometimes it's not. That's what I think where Hadjavashi truly shines. He's, he's like a master of, of basics. He does them so well. He, he will basically submit elite, elite black belts with simple things because of the, the small details. It's brilliant. Well, James, James was saying to me when he rolled with you, one of the reasons why we're so excited to have you on today is because I've never heard James say that, you know, you're one of the toughest guys he gets to roll, you know, when he's traveling through. Because James is, pretty form is a very formidable opponent here in Australia. Trains a lot with Craig Jones and other people. He's, he's known for littering about and rolling with great people and you know to hear him speak so highly obviously you're you're you know, you've been around a lot longer but james is one of the you know younger up-and-coming breed yeah and he's just such a high respect for your game so i'm really keen to explore a bit of that today and find out you know well i just want to add that james was very nice to me <laughs> so so of course uh you know actually it's funny because you know, I always have, like, uh, in my head, always a list of my favorite training partners. You know, and, and Enrique is one of them, of course. But, uh, you know, when James was traveling in the United States and Craig, when he was training at, at Henzo's, they, they truly, both of them became two of my favorite training partners. Just, you know, I, I love the pursuit of te technicality, technique. Um, it's not, you know, I, I don't mind getting nailed. I, I, I really appreciate that, that sort of... Uh, this is probably going to come across wrong, but like the never-ending arms race in jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You know, and, and I'm, I'm a big fan of that approach, just constantly trying to learn and trying to do better. Even things that I know I, you know, I have certain things that I'm really good at, but I still constantly try to improve them. And I know James and Craig have that same attitude. I love training with both of them. Oh, thanks, Fox. Yeah. I can really tell. You can really tell when you train with you, like everything is a trap. And uh, when you finish, you know, you know you finish before it happens. And it's like that final centimeter. You're like, well, I'm done. So uh, you kind of like, you're in these traps and you're like, I don't really know where to go because uh, everywhere I move, I'm uh, finished. <laughs> kind of, just and you're a brown belt, James. So imagine how the white belts must feel or the blue belts must feel who don't even realize that it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like you're lost in a, in a maze. And uh, they just get in the front door. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, I, I do I do prefer to train with the higher level guys because they were constantly, you know, especially high level guys. And if, if even if I think I could force a submission, but he's trying to escape technically and he's got sort of halfway there, I wanna I wanna see where it goes. So I will let that happen rather than try to force it because I think that approach makes my game better because it allows me to see what possibly if if I'm a little delayed or if if I'm not, you know, if he's countering a little just too early or exactly properly, how, where can I go with this? And I and I that's why I really like training with high level guys, guys that have an approach to jujitsu like James and and, and Craig have. Mm. It's like a cerebral chess match. It really is yeah. human chess, you know, which is yeah. what we call it. But when people actually are not using brute force and they're actually looking for what are the possible foreseeable next moves, that's chess, you know? So I love yeah. that. That's <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's funny because, you know, I, I think one of the worst advices out there is use old man's strength. I personally don't consider myself old. I consider myself mm -hmm. until I look in the mirror. But uh, other than that, I consider myself <laughs> mentally 29-year-old. Yeah. And... and I, I, when, I, when I hear that, it's usually offered by a 38-year-old guy that juices, you know, uh, use old man strength. I cringe because I think that's when the injuries happen. It's like, okay, I decided I'm going to use this technique. Okay, my opponent may have taken it away from me, but I will force it. That's when things snap. Mm. And uh, so <laughs> I'm not a fan of that approach. I'm truly a, a, a fan of of, of, of a human chess. And, and I think that's a game you can constantly improve. Uh, you can improve it even during times like this, which is really, you know, tough for the world and, 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 and uh, you know, some countries or some areas in particular. And mm. if you think about jujitsu, if you read, if you look at videos, your, your game is going to get better, even though you may mm. not be training, you know? Mm. And you're, you're really good at that, Fox, because you, you were telling me about the way you structure your weeks. Like, you really listen to your body. You do a few days in the pool. You train hard a few days, and you like, you know, yeah. and it's, it's very uh, a crafted way of training because then you can keep training all the time, every day, for, you know, into... Yeah, I'm not talented. It's, it's just reps. And, you know, if I rep three days a week because I'm banged out the other four, I'm gonna only gonna. I would estimate that over the, my lifespan of jujitsu that I've I've done so far, I, I I would think that my game quality would be half of what it is today if I trained three or four days. I'd be a lot a lot tougher, meaning that like you know when I go on a day that I'm rested, it's it's gonna be a misery for the other guy 
but he that a guy would out technique me but uh you know if i'm if i rest for two days and then i go train training pretty much every single day I, my game is literally i believe at least twice as good as it would be and i encourage people you know their their uh, personal circumstances permitting to train more often than than less of course choosing the right training partners and 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 have a tra weekly training regimen not just like you know don't i edit you're right james i listen to my body but also so I, I plan a week ahead but you know the, occasionally you get that i'm not quite sure is this an australian word dipshit where you get a guy that you know that might be my easy day you tell him like dude i just want to flow roll i'm banged up i've trained hard three days in a row but if he insists i will oblige you know my training regimen for that week gets altered but I will make that guy pay. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, I think it's really important to try to have a weekly regimen that your body can sustain. And I try to maximize my technical acquisition. If that mm -hmm. makes any sense. I think as a, younger, as a younger guy, we get caught up in a, being able to push through when our body's saying rest because we're a bit younger and it's like, oh, just train hard every day all the time. And as you're saying, like, you might be physically ready for the challenge, but mentally you start to drop off. And yeah. You know, when you're tired, you can, you can roll hard for an hour, but are you making good decisions? Are you actually getting better? Like, probably, probably not. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 periodically I hit there, like, the, the rule of thumb is I can go three days hard and then I better have one or two days easy. Uh, mm. When I break that rule, it's happened to me before. I rolled hard like five days in a row and then I will train the next day. And, and what I'm trying to do is survive. I don't try to do what I'm trying to do, whether it's, you know, I'm working on specific sequences, specific techniques. I just try to survive. And uh, mm. one of my uh, black belts actually fell into that trap for about three months. And what do you think happens to your, to your, to your game? If you try to survive for three months, do you think if you go to a tournament or you go into a fight, do you think it's going to be a good game? Absolutely yeah. not. You, you don't go into a fight or a tournament to try to survive. You go in to win. Mm. And I, so I think people need to understand that there's, there's certain mental toughness and mental exercise in trying to survive and suck it up. And I'm a fan of that approach. But also understand that if you do it for three months straight, your game is not necessarily – it is getting better, but it's just your body and your mind is learning to survive, not to win. Mm. I think one of, the, one of the things I'm getting in this environment is because I'm watching a lot of jujitsu and I'm doing a little bit, you know, with my son at home. But I think I'm, I'm getting so much out of just absorbing, watching, healing, doing other types of training that I expect to go back better than I, than I left, you know, left um, the, the gym. So, you know, I, I really say that this is an option for us to pivot and, and become, you know, and, and bring more of the chess match, more of the creative expression, more of the art to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu when we do go back to our gyms. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Mm. You know, uh, it's, it's uh, I, I think my challenge when we do come back, I think people will, people have, I, I think I'm seeing a couple of things that are, that are, that are happening. I think people realize uh, not just sort of missing the training because it's become a habit, but also missing the personal connection. Because mm. I think if you're part of it, and I hate to refer to my school as a gym. I always mm. refer to it as an academy or a gym. I associate gym where you walk mm. in, you lift weights, and 
you're left alone and then you walk out. So, but I think people understand it, but now I think they understand it better, the social network and, and the support system that you have in an academy or a school. But I think my, my biggest challenge was gonna, is going to be other, let's assume that, you know, if there's some rules that I got to abide by, you know, like maximum 20 people, I got to figure out logistically how to structure classes to, to allow that to happen. But to my school, and the location of Saddlebrook is particularly large. But I think my biggest challenge is going to be to try to keep the people from going balls to the wall for the first day. I'm going to have 80 people on the mats and they can't move the next day. So <laughs> that might therefore be the solution to how you can minimize them. Let them all go balls to the wall for one day and then they'll have to come back. <laughs> I'm actually, believe it or not, I, I think, I don't know if there's going to be a, a rule that I will have to abide by or if it's going to make people comfortable. I am looking to possibly have masks that you can wear while grappling. Obviously, no hard, hard things because, you know, if, if people are still nervous, but they want to train, but they want to train, keep their circle of contact so, so small. So, you know, they can roll with the same person, you know, you know for, the, for the next two months with a mask. And, and I think that's going to mitigate risk to the extent that still needs to be mitigated. Uh, the other thing, and, I, and I'm working with lifehacks.cz, CZ, uh, because they, uh, you know, in Czech Republic, they had to wear masks pretty much right from the beginning as, as, when they went outside. And, and I think if you look at the statistics uh, for coronavirus in like Poland, Hungary, Czech, Slovakia, it, the, the statistics are really, really good. Like compared to other countries, even countries that are pretty good. And I don't know if it's function of the mask or there's some other factors. But anyways, I'm working with them to try to provide something. And, but I also look at the second benefit of the mask. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that is, if you wear a breathing mask, you will not be able to go balls to the wall. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you will literally, you will gas out yourself in about 10 seconds. So I'm looking at it as a, also, also a way to control the population when we get back on the mats. And I'm looking forward to that moment. <laughs> so bad. Do you like that training mask stuff? Yeah. When, when, when they're up, if the guy has the design and that uh, I think he's going to send me a sample, if it, if it works, I'll put it on Facebook and, you know, people can pile on, but we'll see, you know, at this point, I'm, I got more time than usual. So I'm trying to stay busy. <laughs> yeah, good. yeah. And now they're going to be branded silver fox, these masks. <laughs> branding them. Possibly. That would be a thing of beauty. <laughs> That's good. And what, what out there in the world right now, just to shift gears a little bit, because, I, you know, we're, we don't have a lot of time with you, but what is getting your attention in the world right now? What do you, and off the maps, what, 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 what consumes your thoughts or gets, you know, in your space, so to speak? What do you, what do you think about? Patterns. Right. Uh, I, I try to figure out, you know, like, in the time frame that we're in, you know, you want to rationalize, you want to have an explanation for what's going on and how it's happening. Mm. And I see a complete lack of understanding, you know, among most people. And, and you know, uh, like for example, I think uh, in the U.S., uh, we have orders to stay home. Mm. When you go to supermarket. I'm pretty sure you're much more likely to catch it 
than if you're in a freaking park. Why can you not go into a park? You know how easy for me it is to stand 10 feet? Do you use feet or meters in Australia? Meters. Meters. Three, all right. So three meters from a person in a park. If I see them coming, I go three meters away. Now, I don't understand that. I don't understand that logic. I, I get it. But I think one of the reasons why we're in this predicament because we failed to self-police ourselves. Mm. I shut down my school about three days because, before it was mandated. And at that time, even after it was mandated, there was a big negative backlash initially. And I think a lot of the, the people, you know, the guys kind of backed off it, realizing how serious it is. But mm. why can't we use common sense? The problem, I tell you why, I know the answer, because people are inconsiderate. They mm. do not want to follow. So then now we're going to be driven, you know, or governed by the, the heavy hand of the government because, mm. you know, they're arresting guys that's surfing by himself. Well, you know, like, is that guy any danger to himself? Possibly shark could eat him or he could drift off to the ocean. Mm. But do you think he's going to – no, but it's, it's more – it's an example. And that's yeah. the problem. And I, I'd like to go back to, to, to some sort of sense of reason where things are governed by our consideration of our fellow men and women, of course, and any other, you know, whatever people decide they want to be. Um, but mm-hmm. – and, and, and reason. And, and I think we need to be considerate, you know. And, and, and I, I really try to make sense, like – you know, I've said this from very beginning when this started. We need three things for things to start to get back to normal. Vaccine is not one of them because vaccine, I think, first of all, will take a long time, 18 months, you know, possibly maybe a year, six, six months, like if things get speeded up like they've never been speeded up before. I think we need three things. Uh, available, easy testing that's reliable. Because then you could test, hey, show me a ticket. You, you got the test, you can train. Uh, second thing is, uh, is that, um, you know, there's some regimens slash cures that can help those that are in the direst of me, the ones that are really very close to very, very bad case of this. And there's regimens slash cures that can help them. I think in the U S they're working with two different things. So that's promising, you know, right now there's no proof for them, but, but I think they're promising. And I think that's going to be fairly speeded up. And third thing, and this is why we're doing the, 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 the sort of lockdown effectively, is to allow the healthcare system to be able to help those that are in the worst need. And we have to understand that, and we understand this, but understand that the part of the reason, I mean, Sweden's going, going its separate way. Their statistics are not bad, but they're not great. Hmm. Sweden 30 years ago would have skated much easier because – they have that small tribe mentality that I got to take care of my fellow man. Now that's a little bit broken down, you know, as, mm. as the country sort of opens up and becomes more sort of um, internet driven, more individualistic. But I think th- if we have those three things, things will start to return back to normal because yeah. if you have testing, then you know who has it, who had it. And therefore, either unlikely to get it again or hasn't had it. Therefore, they're not dangerous to themselves, to, to the others. If they were to get it, there is cure that if they had a really bad case and the medical system can help them. Once you have mm. those three things, I believe this will start to get under control. Yeah. So that's so well, how I occupy my time other than jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And trying to make sure 
you know, uh, answer questions, jujitsu, think about moves and stuff like that. Yeah, that's great. So you're, you're really looking at like how can community better be informed about what's actually going on in the community so that we can get a better result. Yeah. And I think the, the, you know, the fake news, you know, like yesterday I saw it two days ago where people are saying, you know, pictures that Jacksonville, Florida opened their beaches and someplace in California opened their beaches or, or someplace in California was packed. It was a stock photo of mm. packed beaches from a couple of years ago, exactly the same people. That doesn't help because when people, when you use false news to convey or, or make people believe in what you're trying to make them understand, you mm. lose credibility. You lose credibility, you will no longer be listened to. And, and then people start to believe in conspiracy theories and everybody's creating their own news. Like you literally can go through a news feed or, or on, on Facebook and you're going to have one guy that's literally on, on, on one side saying things are absolutely horrible. He's my expert that's telling me that this is the case. And, he, and, and literally the next post is going to be another guy with his expert who's completely contradicting the first expert, you know? Yeah. And I think the thing about fake news is it's not just a phenomenon from the internet. I mean, it's been around since, since people can speak. You know, snake That's oil. True. The, only pro- the only thing is nobody had a voice 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. They can only express the fact that whoever could, they could get an audience of. Now, no matter how been. unqualified, how stupid people may be, they still have a big voice. And if they have enough time on internet, they can convince others. And if they're computer savvy, where they can make pictures look like they're reality. Yeah. But, and what, what do you think the, in, the, the BJJ community can do for the rest of the world right now. I mean, I, I think that really there is some, I mean, people people get into BJJ for all sorts of reasons, whether they're positive or negative kind of pulls they're getting in there initially. But over time, they've become self-disciplined to some extent. They've become um, compassionate towards their fellow training partners over time that, you know, they've become very aware of the space that they take, et cetera. What as a community do you think that we can do to contribute to the world? Uh, right now, I think be careful and, and, and try to actually flatten the curve right now. But I think there's a longer term goal. I'd be curious to know what James is thinking because he's the next generation of BJJ community. You know, he, I, I, I honestly believe that James will be one of the leaders of BJJ community, you know, down the road and, and, and same thing with Craig. I, so, so I'd be curious to, to see what his opinion is and I'll, I'll give you mine. If yours is good, James, I'm going to copy yours. <laughs> <laughs> copy that. Uh, I don't know. I guess think about the things that drew you to jiu-jitsu in the first place and then try and apply that to, you know, what the situation is now. Like whether you were struggling with, you know, you didn't have a community or you were angry or you wanted to learn a new skill or, I don't know, you wanted to stay fit, like, they're all like you were motivated for some reason. And I think you can look at, at what drew you to jiu-jitsu and then draw parallels in the rest of uh, the community and society. So, you know, whether it was because you lacked some human connection or whatever, you can reach out and start to connect with people through other means or you want it to be, you know, a bit fitter through it. Like it's a good opportunity now to start walking around or working on your health in other ways. Like mm-hmm. you want to to learn new skills, like it's a good opportunity to apply that in learning, reading, writing, like 
I mean, there's heaps of opportunity now to learn, learn the guitar, whatever it is, even revisit things that you might have lost connection with before that, but you found jujitsu and that's opened you up to a new, uh, a new pathway in life and giving you more skills and maybe some hope or opportunity. And you can kind of apply that. I don't think everything's lost just because we can't train, but with def- jujitsu has definitely built us up as people throughout the process, whether you're just starting or whether you've been training for 10, 20, 30 years, like you're probably a different person than before. And I think we've all um, definitely grown and we need to apply that to, to the rest of life. And I think maybe this will slow people down and like jujitsu is not the only most important thing. And we've all learned a lot of stuff that, uh, that grows bigger and wider than that. So, uh, yeah, I think getting, if you, it might actually, yeah, slow people down and make them realize that and uh, kind of make their jujitsu better, but also you, you'll grow as a person in a, in a wider sphere as well. And uh, I think jujitsu can breed a special type of person if you allow it to. And, uh, yeah, I think that it, it might be a good opportunity just for us to, yeah, think about it. I, I think that's a great point. I really think that's a great point. I think a lot of guys mm-hmm. miss that. You know, some of the teachers, they do purely focus on the athletic or sports uh, aspects of jiu-jitsu. But I think uh, one of the – and Henzo understands this probably better than anybody else, is that there's a lot more to jiu-jitsu than just, uh, you know, the, the training and, and that, you know, we, we are a special community. It, it helps people sort of deal with – the with other aspects of life uh you know and i think this is you know i don't know if it's going to last a month and a half two months three months four months i i honestly don't know but i think the skills we've learned you know in, in jiu-jitsu help us cope with this and looking back 10 years from now we're going to be looking back at this as a blip on our you know uh, uh, radar screen but mm-hmm. while we're going through this you know i think uh, james also touched on this is you realize the, the, the importance of the community in your school or not just in school, but I think we've become a bit of a global community. You know, I think right now people don't necessarily care about the tribe, the affiliation or, or where you are, but just kind of like, okay, here's my technique, guys. If you can absorb it, let's, let's just all help each other until this is over. Then we're going to possibly compete against each other. But right now, you know, we're big, we've become – bigger you know part of a bigger bigger global jiu-jitsu tribe and i think the the absence of the training is is makes you appreciate the 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 human ties you've made and makes you sort of think about other aspects of brazilian jiu-jitsu that are very important that people don't realize Mm -hmm. one of the things that i tell people that i wish i had a better better way to explain to people that the best part about jiu-jitsu is when you train if you roll hard, this is the mental break for your brain. There is nothing better. There's literally, if you're training and you're thinking about something that your boss told you at work, you're going to get your ass kicked. You better have your head in the game. So have it, you know, you may still get your ass kicked, but at least you kind of like, your brain gets a break for an hour. Mm. And that's, that's an amazing thing, especially people that are stressed uh that are overworked or they have too many things going on it's like that brain need that's probably better than the technique don't don't i don't mean i i like i love technique it's very very important to me i think that's probably the most important thing and i i want to make sure that we don't forget about that too great thank you and kim what about you like what what do you think you and you are you know uh 
such a beacon of inspiration for so many people around Australia. You really are. And what do you think the BJJ community can do right now for the rest of the world? What, what have we got to offer in your view? Um, I mean, I think you've, you've all touched on a little bit like that connection. And I think, um, yeah, that's, that's something that for me has been a big part is, uh, you know, that community and that tribe. So trying to stay connected with each other. Um, and we're pretty lucky, I suppose, this has happened now. I mean, if this had occurred 30 years ago, try, trying to stay connected would be next to impossible. You know, you can, mm. we can do this. You know, we're on yeah. all corners of the world here. Shit, you guys are in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's down here in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and then that way you can stay connected. And also, like James said, you know, trying to maybe some of those things that you didn't get the opportunity to do so much. I know my kids are, are really amazed seeing me like, wow, you're sitting on the couch, you know, you're so relaxed, which um, if you know me, you'll know, like I never normally <laughs> sit for more than five minutes, but I'm home now. So I'm like, all right. And it has been challenging. It's like, oh God, I'm gaining weight because even with the other types of exercise, let's mm. face it, nothing compares to jujitsu in terms of burning mm. fat and um, just, yeah, feeling good about yourself but yeah I'm trying to do other things I'm trying to set little goals within um the training that I'm doing now and so yeah I think that if we do that we can all come back hopefully a little bit better that's a good point actually the thing I got out of that is while we're all, I've got a bit of a tummy now as well that I don't normally have etc and I think that what is going on is this is a chance for us to integrate back in with other people around us knowing that we're all going to get back on track later on you know what i mean like we're all going to get but this is a chance to reboot connect with people share with people who we might even normally i'm going to say judge because they're a bit less fit or you know what i mean like we can actually go okay there's a background of relatedness here and so although that may sound judgy i think it is an option like i personally do get judgy sometimes of unfit people but now i'm becoming one i i have a new view you know so we all get new views new understanding Now, we're running out of time. We've got two minutes left. I want to do this really wacky exercise. I'm going to ask As you. As Mike goes like this, it's a good thing. It, it, he does like, sometimes there's like turn around the first time he did it. I'd know what he was doing. Yeah. So this yeah. is a lot easier. I understand this. Cool. Well, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. And all you've got is you can answer you do, that, do you mind if I jump out? Sorry, I know we yeah, want to, but I've got to get to work. Great, Thank you. great to meet Bye. you. Bye. Hope to Thank see you, you soon. Good. All right, Have a good day. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, Fox. You can only answer these questions with one word. Did they call you Fox in your earlier years, and then once you had a few grey hairs, it evolved to Silver Fox? No. I had grey hair very early on in my 30s, late 30s. Okay. Okay. Um, As well as human chess, do you play actual chess? No. I know how, but I don't. Okay. I spend my, effort, my mental efforts on jiu-jitsu. Okay, got it. Meditation, do you see a role for it? Yes, but I don't do it. Okay, got <laughs> it. When was the last time you competed? Uh, it's been about 10 years. Great. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Belt whippings at gradings? Uh, what was the, the question? Uh, belt whippings at gradings, good or bad? Bad. It's it's okay. it, it, it's it's uh, it's hazing. Bad. Okay. You know, if the instructor does it a couple of times, but if you go down the gauntlet, bad. 
Has Enrique I ever for blue belts because I want to keep them humble. After blue belt, you already know jujitsu. You don't have to get hit. Cool. Has Enrique ever tapped you? Oh yeah. Okay. And do you use the word us? Us? Us. Us. No. Okay. Thank no, you so I much. Give a fuck. I 